Previously on Doisp, Serafina and Shanjan defeated the notorious Gorthok the Thunderbore by soothing his beastly heart. Then they bid a fond and tearful goodbye to their newest friend, Xanth the Centaur. What will this party-turned pair do now that they're all alone? And how did we get here? All right, you kids. Now I'm glad that y'all gathered round here, because I got a story to tell you. You see, before we arrived at where we is, there was a whole bunch of stuff that went down. So listen up. Settle down back there, you two. Alright. How about this? If I tell you a story, why don't you tell your parents that maybe they should buy old Floyd Gilch a drink down at the old tavern? I don't see why that's a problem. Now, listen here. Seems like it was yesterday, or maybe ten months ago, that I first heard of that dragon, Cryovane the Cruel. Deciding to fly down south and cause some trouble down here. I knew when I first saw Serafina Feeny Teeny Tea Leaf that she'd be the one to help us out, though. Been a long road to get there, gotta say. You remember, don't you? Oh, yeah, you remember her. First thing that dragon did was make an orphan out of a young manticore up in the mountains. Why, that manticore weren't a whole lot much older than you, knee high to a dragon's ear. Don't quite work with manticores, but it was a young manticore. You're young. You see what I mean there, right? Sit up straight, kid. You're going to mess up your back. Well, that manticore came down here looking for food and was this close to snacking on an herbalist Sephortini. Calmed the poor wing baby down with a song and sent it on its way. Wasn't the only thing Cryovane chased down the mountain, though. The Tooth Ripper orcs had been living up in Ice Spire Hold, minding their business until half of them got ate up. And the rest tried to find a new home. They were hoping to camp at a temple to a dwarf god agreed, but the Rockseeker brothers and Serafina got there first. They didn't make a great first impression, to say the least. Them orcs ended up finding less amiable benefactors, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, one of the kings of Nomengard drank a bad potion and Feeny sorted him out. Came in handy later when the dragon attacked them, since they knew they had at least one friend here in Phandalin. Speaking of, the brother of the townmaster went missing, and Serafina hiked almost to the middle of Neverwinter Woods to fetch him. Turned out a bunch of anchorites of Talos, got a storm, sent some big critters after him. Not all that sure why, if we're being honest, but Feeney and the friends made sure work of him. Maybe it was all a distraction since the Anchorites, with the new orc friends, uh, theirs, took over my old friend's ranch. I was half out the door to rescue old Big Al myself when I heard Serafina saved his skin and got a butter skull to boot. Fine by me, plopped myself right back down here, had an ale. <sighs> None of them rewards could keep her away from that no-good varmint Don John Raskin. I'm more than a mutt convinced he tricked her into a scheme to clear out both a mine and a shrine with some gold hidden in it. Although, he did help her defeat one of the anchorites, Muesco the Heartless. So maybe I'm just hissing at Nagas, but still don't like that bugger. Too handsome. After he went on his merry way, Seraphina and friends found a piteous little centaur willing to guide them into a tomb to fetch the sword of an ancient dragon slayer. He stuck around to help him take out the Anchorite's leader, Granik the Green. The thing was, 
Old Granik didn't seem that bad after all, and said he'd get the Storm God to help out against the dragon. Her longtime partner, Inverna Nightbreeze, had a long history with orcs and refused to ride with the Anchorites or the Tooth Rippers. Don't completely agree with her sentiment, but in this case, she might have just been on to something. Though the orcs were kind enough, them anchorites used that ritual to transform maybe the kindest of the orcs, Elder Holgar, into Gorthok, the Thunderbore. And let me tell you, all hell broke loose. Seraphina sued the beast out of him, but since most of them anchorites ran off at the first sign of trouble, it was pretty clear they were never going to help get Cryovane. Centaur Kid took that blame on himself and went away too. And that's about where we're at. Seraphina and her oldest friend are limping back home, still a dragon up in them mountains, and who knows what trouble he's going to stir up next. They do say it's always darkest before the dawn, but I guess I ain't got to tell you that, huh? Hey, guess what? It's it's Doyce. We're playing Doyce to now, today. To now is what I just said. To now. Uh, my name's David. Right. What's this, uh, my favorite role-playing D&D partner's name again? <laughs> oh, you mean my real name or my Serafina Tea Leaf? <laughs> Both your real name and your Serafina Tea Leaf. I'm Marisa, and you can also call me Risa, and I'm Serafina Tea Leaf. Or Feeny Teeny. Teeny Feeny. Either one. <laughs> uh, you're at the Circle of Thunder. I assume... Oh, actually, I think... Xanth, I think you said he uh, led you to the edge of the forest and then kind of said his goodbyes. Did so, he just run away? He, if you remember, he teleported, and then uh, that flock of fairies kind of went everywhere. He kind of turned into like a, I don't know, mist, just evaporated before you. So, yeah, interestingly, your whole thing was you had gone on that mission for Falcon uh, to kind of get rid of these orcs for for him and he would pay you although you ended up joining with those orcs and actually fighting falcon in the end and i think he uh retreated if i remember correctly but i assume you're going back to Fandolin, right i guess so yeah so it's probably been a couple days i will say this is uh um and i think as you come up just like every other time what what time of day would you say it is Are, are you coming in the morning the afternoon right at sunset i feel like maybe mid like mid morning like 10 a.m or something you know like they've been walking since the early morning yeah and actually how was this uh this walk with you and shanjan was it like quiet were you reminiscing were you just kind of absorbing all of that stuff that just happened or what i think seraphina would most likely be honestly like kind of out of her usual element she's not like her perky sing-alongy self you know just like we're going on another adventure but she's also not like sad like not like not that she's not sad but she doesn't want to let anybody know that she's like very sad about everything that's just happened because I think this is kind of the time where now it's like it's got to be hitting both of them that Inverna's gone and now um, Xanth is gone yeah so now that it's just the two of them, I feel like if anything, it would be like very like kind of quiet. I think Shanjan is most likely taking it as like, well, now we're going to be quiet and pray. 
because mm. that seems like a Shanjan thing to do. But I think Serafina would just be like playing like some really sad, just walking, walking through the forest and he's meditating and she's just playing like some sad stuff, you know? Yeah, that makes sense to me. And I think, like you said, Shanjan just kind of, maybe he's just like rolling the dice like way more often than he usually does. And just, you know, nodding sagely at the results. Yeah. As you come into Phandalin again, I guess through the, like the south, that like the minor trail, I guess. Although it's been maybe somber or at least a stoic, I don't know, journey here. You're greeted, as always, by the, the fantastic Phandelvers, these uh, children. If you remind me, you've got Pip, Pip Stonehill. You've got Nilsa, uh, Dendrar is her last name. Uh, Carp Adderleaf, Nars Dendrar, Snook, of course, and uh, Sunshine's with them as well. <laughs> Can't forget Sunshine. No, not at all. Uh, one thing to note, though, is Snook looks uh, pretty different. I think last time, I kind of, uh, last time you saw him, you probably noted that his, like th- the picture here, it's a kind of a, I don't know, like a brown, red kind of brick sort of color. And he was almost like pink uh, last time you saw him, like his scales. And this time he's almost completely white. Like his scales have just changed color. Hmm. Maybe there's like a hint of pink, maybe like a rose kind of about him. But yeah, they all greet you. Uh, I think, uh, oh, who had it? Maybe both of them did. Uh, Pip and Nilsa had like those little hand carved um, ukuleles that sort of, like they probably didn't even have strings, but they just, this is what heroes wear. So they're slung over their backs. I think they all sprint over to you, the two of you. And then as they get kind of close, they slow down and just kind of, especially Pip and Nelsa, nod their heads and just like, ah, heroes return. Greetings, fellow adventurers. That was uh, Pip, right? Yeah, sure. So, yes, I think now at this point, Serafina is, she's in a weird, like, sensitive spot. So she kind of, like, opens her arms up and is like, warriors, this is a special halfling greeting, everyone. And then she like literally is just like basically just hugging everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warrior greeting, you know, and just like hugging and being like cute with everyone and like patting them on the heads. And I feel like she'd be a little more like caring and conscientious of like, how are you? Oh my God, you're so tall. Oh, wow. Look at you. Oh my snook. You just, what a, what a beautiful change. And just kind of, you know. Yeah, and, and Snook uh, really loves licking your hand. Uh, when you praise his scales, he just kind of looks up and smiles with all these like pointy teeth. And then goes maybe she goes over to Nilsa and, and and you know looks over on magical ukulele on their backs and says like, "Oh my, are you all starting a tavern band?" She's like, "Well, you know, magical ukuleles are very good at taverns, but they're also." magical weapon that you can use against evil. And I think um, Serafina would say, you know, just kind of get a little somber and and say, well, sometimes you just can't fight all of the evil in the world, Nilsa, but we all can try. So 
what else has been going on around here? And she's kind of like walking along the path, I think, at this point and just like looking around and, you know, seeing if there's been any changes since she's been gone. And I, I think uh, Carp, the uh, the halfling child, is uh, kind of looks around, comes up to you and oh, maybe he's like just, you know, pulling on like your shirt or something. Uh, um, Miss Miss Serafina. Well, of course, Carp. And then, to you know, pinches his cheek and messes with his hair. Oh, and he, he just, you know, smiles and then puts it back, although it's, it was just as messy. Uh, Mrs. Serafina, where is Xanth and Inverna? And at this point, Serafina realizes she can't just charm her way through this situation. The kids obviously notice that two people are gone. So she has a choice to make. So she looks at Shanjan and back at the kids and says, think a little more unceremoniously of her, just says, you know, kids, sometimes in war, lives are moved and shift around and people come and go. They have other battles to fight. Sometimes they have to go to a new place. And in this last battle, they all had to go somewhere else. So it is just the two of us now. And hopefully you all will accept that. And she just kind of, I think at this point, just keeps moving. So she just keeps walking and doesn't even really, you know, like the kids are just kind of standing there and she's just like, I got to get to somewhere else. Yeah. They just all kind of are looking at each other like, what? What does that mean? Huh? <laughs> and yeah, where, where do you go to? And actually, as you're kind of maybe walking around the rest of the town, deciding what to do, it's kind of strange. You uh, There's not a lot of people out, especially for the middle of the day. <laughs> In fact, maybe there's like a, a gnome that, you know, walks by and you're like, oh, yeah. Also, all of Nomengard is supposed to be here, too. So it's very strange that there's not a lot of people around. Hmm. So I think at this point, Serafina is just like, let's go buy some stuff. Okay. So I want to go to, hmm, maybe I'll go to Lion Shield Coster. Sure. That's where kind of like weapons and armors are at generally. Let's go buy some weapons. Seraphina's fired up. <laughs> I didn't name these people and it's really annoying, but I didn't name Sonny these. Shan Jan is, has a crush on. Yeah. The woman who owns it is. Lenine, and then her person that's helping her is Veline. What have you done, writers of this adventure? But yeah, when you go in there, actually, uh, I guess a little easier. Um, just uh, Veline is in there. And if you remember, she had a bunch of little cobalt helpers, but the, uh, mm-hmm. it's just her here. Like those cobalt helpers aren't here, nor is uh, Lenine. Okay, just the sexy lady. <laughs> right. And she she's just like, you know, has her elbows on the, the counter and just looks very bored. If she had a, a smartphone, she would be on it. Um, so they walk into the coster and, of course, the old Serafina kind of comes back a little bit. And she, um, you know, pokes Shanjan in the thigh and goes, well, hello there, Valine. It's so good to see you. We're back from an adventure. And just kind of like runs over and, uh, you know, maybe there's like a step stool 
at the counter. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, so she like gets on the step stool and puts her arm on like the counter and is like, we're here to buy some weapons. Yeah. And she kind of, uh, it's like, Oh, so, so much energy. And then looks to Shanjan too. Just, I think she just doesn't say anything. She just gives him eyes like, Hmm. Oh, hi. She's like, well, that's what we have here. Do you have anything in particular you're looking for? Looks like you have a pretty good sword there, but how are you uh, handling that stick back there? And changes like, <laughs> maybe it uh, makes like a, like a, <laughs> what, what terrible bird would, would erupt from his stick at this point? A uh, turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that happens, and then he <laughs> just drops his uh, stick of bird calling and picks it back up. I want all the birds like, to sound at <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, so, gosh. So then, I what do I have on me right now? How many arrows do I have? Should I get something heavier? I'm not the uh, type of person that really cares about how many arrows they have. You have like you don't have to count them or anything. So if you want to just, you know, give a gold piece or two, I think it's just one buys 20 arrows, if I remember correctly, at least in previous editions. But um, okay. yeah, you can just say that and just do the uh, the flavor of replenishing the arrows if you want. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm here because and she gets all like serious and gets in uh, Valine's kind of like ear and is like, I'm here because we're on a mission. Serafina looks at Shanjan and she's just, you know, she says, there's a fire in me now that our friends have gone and it's just the two of us. We need to protect this town and protect this whole nation from the evil that roams in the skies. And I think Shanjan is just kind of like probably looking at her like, okay. And (laughs) like, why are you telling her this? And then Serafina is just like, I need arrows. And then she puts down a coin and then she says, and I need to see your best dragon slaying weapons. And then puts down a bunch more coins. (laughs) And she's like, oh, well, we have arrows here for sure. I thought you're a, and she looks at Shanjian. She says, I thought your girlfriend might've bought them all, but she left you some. And Shanjian's just like, what girl? (laughs) <laughs> girlfriend what are you talking who do you mean she's like uh yeah that that other elf that you guys are hanging out with all the time and seraphina's like looks at shanjan and looks back at feline and says oh you thought oh no 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 <laughs> no if anything uh inverna is more my girlfriend and then kind of looks over at shanjan and like does a super obvious wink <laughs> And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's just our best friend. But you've seen her? When did you see her? What did she buy? And which way did she go? <laughs> yeah, and I think Villain uh, is like, hmm, oh, yeah. Yeah, she came in here, bought a bunch of stuff. I don't even know if she stayed the night. I don't know. I assume she went on that big uh, parade that that, that, uh, that big rancher went on. Wait a minute. Tell me more about this parade. And then she like reaches into her point, her purse and is like, I mean, I don't have to buy weapons while I'm in here, right? 
I can also buy conversation. Uh, she kind of looks down at the coin, looks back up, and she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, uh, you can definitely buy conversation, but I don't know if I'm the person to uh, talk to about that. I try to stay out of this t- town's affair as much as possible. It's pretty boring if, if I'm being really honest, but I mean, Lenine, my boss, was really worked up about it, and she uh, packed most of her stuff and thought she was going to, I don't know, rejoin the army or whatever. She uh, riled up a lot of other people around here, too, and a bunch of them went down. I think they hired mercenaries, red brands or something. But that was that was a while ago. That was that might have been. Actually, yeah, she looks at Shanjan for a second. She's like, might have been the, not too long after the last time I saw you two. So they two, the two of them just kind of like exchange glances. And then she says, well, if you don't mind telling me which way were they marching and do you know what they were marching for? I mean, again, I try to stay out of it. I don't know a lot. I think they were just going to a dwarf place. That's kind of all I know. Usually I depend on my, my delightful little creatures to tell me what's going on in the, the town, but they, uh, they up and left all except for Snook. And I mean, <laughs> I lost him to those kids a long time ago. Hmm. It does explain why there why there's no one here. Well, that is some interesting news, don't you think so, Shanjan? You just catch him just kind of like staring at Valine with his head tilted slightly. He's like, "Oh, what? Oh, yeah, it's true." <sighs> All right, Shanjan. Well, maybe keep an eye on uh, the traffic outside. You know, horse traffic. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, Shanjan, if you're going to be so helpful, maybe you could, uh, at the very least, figure out which way these soldiers were going. So are you leaving the, uh, the coster? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to ask her. Okay. Yeah, so Did you kind of... That she has anything else to say. Nah, not really. You kind of uh, replenish your arrows and then head out the impression you get is she, she doesn't really know the the rumors going on here. She also said all of the, her cobalt helpers just left. Right. All right. So I think at that point she would probably go to the Stonehill Inn. Mm -hmm. And as they're like outside walking around, she just looks up at Shanjan and she's like, you know, this is where we should go to the Stonehill after this, because if we can't get information out of Aline, then we need to go where people are having one too many butter skulls, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and if we can have a nail, we can get some people chatting around here. I think that's a great idea. What do you think, Shanjan? And I'm not just using this as a chance to go get ale. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I think, like, he says, yeah, I wouldn't mind some ale. Can't believe she remembered me. That's, wow. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Did she remember you? Or did she remember Inverna? <laughs> and she just kind of like teases him as she keeps walking. <laughs> He's like, oh man, maybe you're right. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you're having that conversation as you go into that the inn. Yeah, again, uh, this place is, I mean, it's not a very big village to begin with, but there's usually some patriots in here. And I think one staff member who, of course, you remember uh, Elsa. And uh, there's just one 
you know, patron, your favorite cousin, <laughs> Hobby Basil I. So, yeah, I don't think she's like overly drunk this time. She's just kind of like, uh, sit- oh, maybe the two of them are talking. That's interesting. There's like sitting at the table, just kind of chatting with each other. And when you come in, Hobby's like, Serafina, you're back. She kind of jumps up and I think she just stands on the, the stool of this. Imagine like a bench style table, you know, she's like, get over here. Of course, Beanie comes over and she's like, oh, my favorite cousin. Oh, I mean, I am not surprised to see you here again. And just kind of like teasing each other, like, ah, ha, 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 they all start laughing. <laughs> she says, uh, oh, where, where's your, uh, where's your buddy? And Serafina gets like immediately serious and you know, slides into the like seat next to Elsa, I guess. And uh, so I would assume Shan Jan would sit down at that point too. Mm-hmm. And that's why we, that's why we're here. That and of course to say hello to you, beautiful ladies. And uh, maybe a pint of ale, <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> ale. Elsa stands up and she's like, well, don't worry, honey. I got I got you covered. And she gets up and so, starts pouring a, a mug for the two of you. Perfect. So then um, Feeney kind of launches into her speech and just says, as she's like, you know, like takes like a big drink of her ale and then puts it down on the table and, and says, well, we're here for more pressing matters. It is true. And Verna made the decision to leave in the middle of the night. And perhaps that was my fault because I asked her to do something that was against her desires. And I made the decision that I thought was best to help who I was trying to help. But now I've heard from Valine that there is some sort of march and it sounds like Inverna might be in it. Where is everyone? What is this march about? We just need to find our friend and continue forward to slay the dragon. Hobby's like, oh yeah. Um bunch of people, they uh that rancher guy from Butterskull, Big Al, he came around and he said, uh, you know, there's I guess on that quest board there was something about a a dwarven fortress that you know could be used to protect people against this dragon if it comes around and you know a bunch of people decide to go over there and kind of clear out the i don't know the keep the castle i don't know i don't i've never met a lot of dwarves but whatever that thing was so just in case uh, all the people here and all the all the new gnomes in town have a place to go in case the dragon comes over here. And then I think Elsa comes and drops those, the ale down. And she's like, I wouldn't worry about your friend marching over down with them. Uh, she, she was here for, for a little bit. She got one drink and then left. And she, uh, she was here. I mean, a few days after they all left, didn't seem like she had the, uh, I don't know, seemed too interested in any things going on or going 
marching down or doing anything uh, that happened recently. I don't even know if she knows about that whole thing, but she did, did seem determined. She's going somewhere, but my money wouldn't be with a uh, big Al or any of them. Hmm. So you think Inverna had her own mission? Oh, well, and she kind of uh, leans her, <laughs> her hand on her hip, you know, she's like, well, uh, she, that, that woman always, I mean, if you look in her eyes, she always has a mission to do something. She's a, she's a very intense individual. I think uh, she's always got a, a plan, three, four plans all at once. And she wasn't a, I don't know, sightseeing if you catch my drift. She was in and out. Hmm. So this place that everyone is going to, it's a shelter or a fortress of some sort? She's like, yeah, that's what they say. There was a, well, I'm sure you know about that quest board over there. There was a. Well, it must have still been here when you were here last, but there was a quest to, uh, I don't know, clear out this uh, this old fortress down down the south in the mountains there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> lots of us ain't, uh, well, as seasoned as uh, fighters as, as you two. So they got a big old party together. And uh, I think, uh, shockingly, uh, Harbin even put up some money to uh, hire some mercenaries to help him out too, but that was a that was a week or two ago. That was that was the last time you were here. So she says to Shanjan, "Well, if that's true, then and Verna didn't go to clear out the castle. Where do you think she went?" And I think Shanjan starts to say th- something, and Hobby's like, "Well, if you're going to ask me, I have my suspicion." There's this dragon. You're just talking about it. I think she uh, she's gonna go get it herself. I never saw someone walk around with uh, that many arrows on one single person. And trust me, I used to. My whole job is to you know port stuff from town to town. I've never even had that many arrows on me. Hmm. You make a mighty good point there. And, you know, ever since I saw you in Fandolin, you guys have just been talking about this dragon, 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 dragon. It almost ate me, but you didn't seem very worried then. But now, apparently, uh, when it's, she decides to split up and take a shortcut. Now she decides she wants to kill a dragon. Seems like weird timing, but whatever. At least someone's doing it. <laughs> but uh, old to- Topin went there. The uh, he's He's getting up there in age, but I don't know. I, I got to respect him. He did uh, leave it in the care of uh, his wife, the uh, the inn here, with his wife and myself, I guess. Hmm. That is true. I think at this point, maybe she, now her wheels are turning. She says, <laughs> she finishes her beer and she's like, all right. Shanjan, it's time for us to make a plan. And then she lit like giggles. <laughs> oh man, this this really brings me back to the old days when we were <laughs> soldiers in the war. It was just me and you making friends, flirting around, <laughs> <laughs> drinking ale and town to town. Yeah, and I think Shanjan's like, well, you're you're the one flirting around more than me, but 
Those were good times. Well, I think it's time that we have one more ale, make a plan, and then get to work. Yeah. So maybe, uh, you, like, there's another round, and Hobby's just like, oh, I'll pay for this one. Just put it on my tab. Huh. And Elsa just, like, rolls her eyes, but, you know, gets three beers for everybody. And she probably sits down with one, too. Why not? Uh, and let's see. I, oh, I think maybe as you're, I don't know if, if you had a specific thing to say, but maybe if the, the conversation just continues, one thing that comes out up to is hobby says, um, Oh, one thing you got to watch out for. So these two, uh, hmm, these two awful, awful people came through. I would try to stay away from them. They're in the other bar, I think, thankfully, but, and Elsa's like, Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I know the Serafinas met these two before. This, these two are part of the uh, Stone Cold Reavers, they call them. They're supposed to be adventurers too, but they got a heroic bone in their body. They're the worst sort of adventurers. I think uh, Serafina already knows to stay clear of them. I'm just glad the their whole crew ain't here, just the two of them for once. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, Serafina probably is like, oh, well, huh. Would you uh, listen to that, Shan Jan? Our old friends, the Reavers, have returned. And then she kind of mutters to herself, like, hmm, don't know why. Didn't really seem to want to help before. But, um, you know, oh, well, you know, hey, any help is welcome when you're uh, in need, right? <laughs> Trying to be, like, positive. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, well, if it's all the same, I don't know if I would even want their help. I mean, you're not wrong, Shanjan, but it is a strong heart way to at least try. I mean, the best we can do is be polite, right? We'll steer clear no matter what, but if we happen to run into them, we know we can handle it. Best to not even worry about them right now. The more we are concerned about them, the less we're concerned about our mission. Yeah, and what is the mission, do you think? Are we going to go to find this dragon now? Uh, I guess. I mean, what else do I need to do? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if anything, maybe try to go find Inverna and get kill the dragon together. Because it sounds like Inverna's already on her way. Yeah, that seems like the worst part of it. Like, if she went by herself, I mean, that's real bad. I don't want her to go by herself either, so... I mean, don't get me wrong. She's she's tough as nails, but I mean, it is a dragon. Exactly. So yeah, I guess an ice dragon. Do they? Is there any place that sells coats here? We're probably going to need some some furs or something. I don't want to. And then maybe he just pauses for a second, like shivers. He's like, and almost kind of like leans down and whispers. Hobby's just like also trying to be polite, but like leaning in like, Ooh, I want to hear this. But he's like, yeah. When, um, you know, in the war of the silver marches, when, when we saw those other white dragons, they, uh, just when they, they flew over us, it was just, it was like the coldest day that I've ever had. That was just being under them on the battlefield. If we're going to be face to face with one, I can't imagine. 
and then he kind of looks around and just like it's the, I mean it's the middle of summer it's almost midsummer and it's feels like almost winter here and it's miles and miles away Seraphina at that point would probably like look at Hobby and say no he's he's right we need to find furs because that day it was more than what Shanjan even said. It wasn't just the longest day, but it was the coldest day, a day that you could feel it in your bones. And there are times at night that I wake up with that same chill. And the last thing you want, Hobby, is to be here if that happens. So the two of you must consider going to the castle if it's empty. But in the meantime, we need to find furs and things to put around our boots and maybe even long johns. Where can we find these things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Elsa's uh, says, Oh, well um, yeah, pr- probably the best place to go would be um, probably Barthens, the general store. Oh, that's right. Oh, you'd think I've been out of Fandolin for years. Time to go to Barthens. And then she's like, sings a jingle, the Barthens jingle. <laughs> uh, how's that go again? <laughs> General store and horses stuff and anything that you need. From jerky to bubble gum to leather for your knees. General store huh? and horses <laughs> General store and horses stuff. Whiskey and nicotine. Get your furs here. Get your bear meat there. <laughs> Barthens and Fandolin. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> sure. So. <laughs> it's right there in the song. Furs. Duh. <laughs> Why did we think of that? Oh, yeah. I only sing the first verse. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows General Store and horses stuff. <laughs> All right. So if you remember, there are these two strapping young lads. One's a uh, a human and one's a halfling. Their names are Ander and Thistle. They're usually here and they are not here. It's only like the very elderly uh, Elmar Barthen that's here. Oh, uh, Serafina. It's been so long. I... Your friend brought brought those horses back. I must thank you again for for treating uh, Grambly and Arbuckle so nice. Oh well, I uh, truly do appreciate you, Mister Elmar. So, uh, where are the boys? Are they perhaps out on that mission as well? Oh yes, yes, Big Al. Uh, we recruited them right up. I couldn't talk them out of it. So. Uh, if you need anything, well, then he looks at you. I was going to say anything on a tall shelf, but we might, both might be at a disadvantage here. Oh, that's okay. That's why I brought my friend Shan Chan. <laughs> He's like, I sure am tall, I guess. <laughs> so we're actually in need of some warmth for cold climates, uh, possibly some furs, 
maybe a long john, maybe a, one of those magical rocks that you put in your hand that makes your hand warm. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I, I don't think I have any of those. That would come in very handy, especially in this unseasonably cold summer. Yes. Uh, hmm. Well, I do have several coats and jackets and all these things. Here you go. And, you know, there's like a section that you could pick out. Like this would be like the sweet new action figure for Serafina or something like the winter. Um. So maybe she's looking through this rack and she finds a it's a like a vest. And it's um like white fur. Oh, cool. Yeah. Maybe Shanjan finds like a nice wintry robe it's like blue and white or something it has like a hood i think hers has a hood too but yeah it's only like half sleeves because you know she's like needs to move her arms around oh yeah good point he probably has like uh boots and stuff with the spikes and all that all the winter stuff that you need you can get that and oh maybe as you're cashing out or whatever he says um oh um will you will you be taking the uh, horses again Hmm. And then maybe she says, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should take the horses. I will say Grambly and Arbuckle are just almost uh, uh, sad since since uh, they were brought back. Good thing Targitor is still uh, being taken care of. Ah, yes. Good old Targitor. Well, to be fair, I miss those old horsey boysies too. <laughs> Um, and then, so she's like, what do you say, Shanjan, reunite with Grambly and Arbuckle? <laughs> and he just like, heck yeah. All right. But yeah, is there anything else you think you might need to buy here? Maybe some rope, maybe uh, a little bit of snacks. You know? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I think I'm going to take a cue from Dungeon World here because going grocery shopping is boring in real life let alone in fiction so put somewhere that you just have like supplies and just use them five times and when you use it the fifth time you've used all your wintry supplies Does that sound fair supplies are great cool. you mean you don't want me to say jerky beef turkey <laughs> i was talking about the winter stuff like rope <laughs> uh a hook to put a rope in jeez <laughs> I assume you're buying food too. Uh, water in a canister. I assume it's in a canister. Rope, a hook, uh, those snowshoes that yeah. look more like rackets, tennis rackets. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so you don't have to name them now, just whenever you think socks, you need them. Mittens. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Uh, no, you, anything mittens. else here? <laughs> Skunk spray. <laughs> a scarf. Wait. A scarf. Uh, ooh, horse feet. You gotta eat. Oh my God. He's like, well, there's eight right there. <laughs> All right. I'm done now. All right. So, yeah, maybe. So, you're, I guess you're leaving Barthens now. And uh, I don't know exactly where you're going, but let's just say you're walking about, um, going to your next destination. Could be anywhere. So, oh, so maybe it's like evening time, like uh, the sun's low. It's not quite, you know, night, but. Getting getting close, and you actually hear this uh, commotion. And Chan Chan is just like, "What? What is? What's going on over here?" 
I think he's going to walk toward the commotion. I don't know if you're going to follow or what. Yeah, I'm going to follow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and in fact, uh, as you start walking over there, you hear um, Carp yell, like scream. Oh, no. So, yeah, so now Seraphina is running towards where this scream is going. I don't know if there'd be any interesting place. Oh, maybe just in front of the uh, uh, quest board thing in the town master's hall. Mm-hmm. So that's like in the background, but um, you see the carp on the ground and these two adults are standing over or all these children. I think Nilsa is just like, all right, you better take that back to these two adults and kind of takes out her basically like wooden sword, you know, mm-hmm. it's a man and a woman. Yeah. He looks terrible. And this woman, not hot. <laughs> yeah kind of um and they're they're probably wearing a like wintry kind of clothes too i guess but uh this guy in particular is just kind of laughing like uh boy they're little squirt you're gonna you're gonna poke me with that little splinter he's like oh god and just looks at the woman and you know like can you believe this and the woman's just as you're approaching just has no like a expressionless face not even as almost like she's just like sleeping almost just observing everything happening or like sleepwalking, I guess I should say. And he's like, all right, well, I'm just saying that cat's the ugliest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And uh, I don't want it around here. You got about three seconds, kid. And Carp just uh, he's just crying. It's like, but no, Sunshine is so he's the prettiest cat. Like, you can't talk to him like that. And he's like, well, whatever. And he's going to kick this cat. And that's when you come in. I think Serafina swoops in and kind of like does one of these motions where she scoops the um, cart behind her. And she immediately goes to like kick his leg as he's kicking the cat. So she just like takes her leg and like buckles in his knee, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, make a make an attack roll. Let's see how well you do. Roll uh well you're trying to hurt him or just trying to make sure that he doesn't kick this cat, I guess. Make sure that he doesn't kick the cat. Okay, I'll I'll let that be a dexterity then. If you just Oh, that was a dexterity save, but Oh, wait. It's, you're how fine. How was I supposed to do a dexterity thingy? No, you're you're okay cuz it's just 3 more, so just subtract 3 from this, which is Either way, still outrageous. So you got an 18 instead of a 21, which is very good roll. So yeah, you act, so you said you wanted to um, kind of make his knee buckle. So yeah, I, I love that. Um, you know how like it's so annoying when people used to do that to you in like elementary school, middle school. Yeah, you like kick their calf. Yeah, kick the back, kick the back of their knee or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And so you you do that, and uh, he kind of you know goes to one knee especially because he's probably wearing armor and stuff under these furs and also a bunch of heavy furs. And uh, then this, this woman here, I guess much like her picture takes out this. Uh, I should also say she is huge. Like uh, She's probably like more than six feet, like six and a half feet, maybe. So I think you're like three feet or something like that. So at least double your size. Um, this, the, the man is not as tall as she is by any means. But she takes out this sword that's probably the length of you. It's like as long as you are. And now she actually has an expression like she's very mad. And this guy kind of from one knee kind of just starts laughing, just like, oh, God. 
<laughs> oh wow. I remember you. You're that little uh that little uh lady trying to uh get quests and things. That's and he kind of puts his arm up to this woman. It's like, ah, put put your steel away. This is she ain't nothing. And he kind of, you know, labors, gets back up, and he's like, That was good though. That's a that's a sneak attack. You're something else. It's been a while. I can see you've been practicing. Hmm. Well, I remember you too. And you know what? It's not necessarily a sneak attack as much as it is a manners check, sir, because these are my friends in my town here. And you're disrespecting these kids by teaching them violence. And on an animal for shame, for shame. And he's like, uh, he looks at um, Nilsa with her. She's still like holding this wooden sword. And he's like, eh, she, I think they've they've kind of got violence down already. I'm not going to influence too much there. But uh, hey, I'm glad you took a town. That's pretty good. Hmm. It's always good to have a base of operations. But we're all treasure hunter here. I didn't mean to upset you. I didn't know that uh, these kids were yours or whatever. Here. And he kind of reaches into his pocket and uh, just like throws like a handful of gold coins at you. Like one of them probably hits you in the face. And he's like, yeah, we're all even. Don't worry about it. There's a, I don't want to start any trouble. And the, the tall woman is just like, um, Barlow, you shouldn't be giving coins out like that. Runa, shut up. It doesn't matter. We're sitting on a dragon horde. We got plenty to spare. Get over it. Anyway, have a good night. I'll leave you to your little town here and your little uh, <laughs> tykes. And he's, he starts walking away and then he kind of looks back and just like looks at points at Nilsa. It's like, this one's feisty. She's going places. You might be a stone cold reaver next time I come back, little kid. And Carp's like still crying. And they, they walk away unless you do anything. I think um, Serafina would run up in front of the guy and says, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you guys seen the dragon too? You know, you might think of me as just some little adventurer over here, but my friend Shanjan and I were in the war. We've been face to face with one of these ice dragons before. Where's the horde? Have you, and have you seen our friend Inverna? And then this guy... Barlow was his name. He kind of looks up at Runa was her name. And uh, she's just gone back into expressionless. She just kind of looks at him as if he was a wall. But he, he's smiling up at her and just looks back to you and just like, oh, well, uh, a veteran, huh? That's uh, very few and far between. No one's been in a war around here. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was very impressive. You've probably seen a lot of ice dragons. But yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, we... We got ours, so you got this town. We got our horde, so don't worry about that. And I don't know what your friend was, but uh, if she went after that dragon, uh, I promise you she's dead. <laughs> There's no way she's going to slay some dragon, especially not ours. So <laughs> sorry. I don't know. My condolences. You uh, Is that all you need, though? I kind of uh, one other pint. Well, if that's the case, we can go to Stonehill together. My cousin's there. I have another pint, but I need to know more about uh, this dragon. Did you slay this dragon? The Wait, the stone? 
I'm not going to that piss hole. We go over to the other bar. It's way more our style. And uh, do whatever you want, but uh, I don't know. I'm pretty thirsty. Hmm. And then she steps right up in front of him and like blocks him from where he's leaving and says, I need you to tell me about the dragon now. Where did you get all this money? And where is the dragon? And then he kind of uh, very condescendingly, I think, just kind of leans down and just like, all right, listen, you're pretty cute, but now you're kind of getting on my nerves. Like I said, we found a dragon. We found its hoard. That belongs to us. Finders keepers. We're all treasure hunters here, okay? We got a code. We stake our claim on that dragon hoard. Don't worry about that dragon no more. Stone Cold Reaver is going to slay it, and we're going to get all the rest of the money. And if you could just please step aside. And then Feeney steps exactly where he's stepping, and then she puts her hand up to him, and she says, I'm not afraid of you, and I don't care how big you are. I don't want your hoard, and I don't care about the money. I care about saving people, and I care about protecting others so that they don't have to go through what we went through. Yeah, we're adventurers. We have a code. But that code doesn't include letting innocent people die because you care about money more than anything. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, and he stands back up. He's like, well, you can spend all your gold helping other people that would never give you gold in that situation. Uh, Runa over here, when she had problems, no one gave her gold. You just got to take what's available. That's what the whole treasure hunter thing's about. That's very admirable about, of you to to do all that. Whatever, whatever. But uh, listen, the Stone Cold Reavers, we care about gold. And we found the jackpot. So, again, you don't have to worry yourself about helping these people. Because pretty soon, this dragon's going to be six feet under. Or I guess, I don't know, 60 feet under? That's a big dragon. Hmm. Sounds to me like you haven't even attempted to slay this dragon yet. Maybe we could work together. What do you think? He's like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not giving up a share of this stuff. That's a nice try. That's smart. That's smart. But it's, you got to wake up earlier to get one over on Barlow. And then she looks over at Shan Jan and says back to him. There's other people on the same quest to slay the dragon. I mean, if that's the case, just let us join you. We're not asking for any gold. We have everything we need. We just want to get rid of this dragon. I think he kind of furrows his eyes like he's confused. Try to kill a dragon without even getting a share of the horde? You're dumber than you look. But you know what? Maybe. I don't know. We're going back to the boss uh, probably tomorrow. So I'll go and ask her. I'll get back to you. You look pretty weak and pathetic. And we know you're stupid, but... Hey, dragon bait's dragon bait. I mean, I vote for you. If you could get out of my way, please. But wait, one last thing. He just rolls his eyes dramatically. You said your boss was a she. Is yeah. your boss perhaps a tall elf that possibly looks like she's from the Wild West? <laughs>
Nah, you met her before. She was with us last time we were here. She's the redhead. Oh. Okay, well, uh, I guess uh, good luck there, buddy. And he's like, uh, uh, she is pretty wild, though. And then I think uh, Runa, the, the lady, just punches him. Just like, not playfully, just like almost knocks him over. And he's like, all right, all right. God, touchy. All right, well, uh, Bruno, thank you. And she gives like a head nod. And then she says to this guy, uh, kind of gives out her hand to like give him a like a handshake. But I don't know if he actually like meets her hand or not. Oh, yeah. Maybe he looks at it for a second and just uh, he just starts laughing like, <laughs> sure. And just la- shakes your hand. It's like so tiny, <laughs> so tiny. Uh, you have you have a fine night, little thing. All right. So then I think at that point, um, Feeney and Shanjan probably continue their trek back to the. Yeah, uh, I think I think uh, when when they leave, you look back and Shanjan's just like a uh, comforting carp. Maybe he's like like peeled him. Even though I don't think Carp was actually hurt, but Nilsa kind of puts her uh, like wooden sword back in the you know her belt, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. like, "Thanks for that assist, Serafina. Those people were truly evil." And then, of course, I think Serafina at that point is just like, "Well, you did a wonderful job of protecting everyone, Nilsa." Keep up the good work, soldier. And then kind of like gives her like a nice, like, you know, like a half arm hug. And yeah, a little bit. And then and Pip's like, yeah, they're lucky that they're leaving. If they stayed here another day, we would have probably vanquished them. And uh, I think she's like, oh, I believe it. I believe you 100%. I know you kids would take care of this town if I. If good old Feeney isn't here. And then, you know, maybe she like holds Carp's hand as they walk back to the inn to go take a sleep. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. Um, so then um, do you just kind of all retire after that? I think so. Yeah. So the next, I guess the next day, I think you had some, you're kind of low on hit points, but once you take a, like a full night's sleep, I think how D&D works is you get all your hit points back. Yeah, what are you doing anything interesting in the morning? Maybe you come downstairs, you know, into the inn. Maybe just Elsa's there. Or no, I'll say uh <laughs> the uh Trelena Stonehill, the uh the wife who's now kind of managing the bar. I guess she's co owner of it anyway. But she's there, maybe Elsa's not actually working for once. So you you've not talked to her very often. But she says, um Oh, Serafina, it's good morning. It's so nice to see you. Um, I Pip speaks so highly of you. Pip and all of the Van, Van Delvers are probably the best part of my trips here to Fandolin. I've never known so many strong hearts that lived up to the name <laughs> that that aren't even halflings. Huh? Well, you know, in any case. Has everyone else here decided collectively that they're okay just waiting in case the dragging returns? 
oh no, I Toblin and and many other people, Toblin, my husband, and several people went to secure a, a castle south for us that we can hopefully move to if the worst comes to worst. Hmm. I did it was did everything in my power not to let Pip go with him. Huh, well, you don't think it would be safer for Pip to go now? Oh, I think the problem was that that castle was still dangerous. They were making sure that it was all all cleared out and safe for us. Hmm, that's true. So when do Are, you all think that you're going to go? Oh, well, as soon as they come back. I have already have our stuff packed and ready. I think it's okay to leave the inn for just a, a week or two, just until everything's safe. And maybe she, she goes into the back or something, but you can still see her or hear her at least. And she's like, um, and wh- what would, would you like some, um, some eggs? Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. I will love some eggs. Uh, but only the way the tea leaves eat eggs. Oh, and how's that? We like our <laughs> eggs. <laughs> um, steeped. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I meant hard boiled. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, that's great. I've already started um, boiling one for Pip, too. He's When he comes back from Nilsa and Nars' place, he always likes to have that when he comes back. He'll adore that you're both having the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, know if you got, I don't know if you got my joke because I'm a tea leaf, so I like things steeped. Um, oh, I didn't. Oh, I see. I thought you were a strong heart. I'm always confused. I'm a tea leaf, <laughs> but also oh, a strong yeah. heart. The strong oh, heart. The strong well, heart doesn't clear it up. <laughs> <laughs> the strong heart family. Um, but on a serious note, do you have some tea? That is how I start my mornings. Oh, that sounds splendid. I'll start brewing some now. Ah, oh, please. Yes, Trilinda. Join me for some <laughs> tea, Linda. <laughs> some tea. <laughs> She's like, oh, good one. Yay, I'm the funniest in the morning. And then maybe she says, uh, but since it's just me and you, before my friend Shanjan comes downstairs, I want to know if you've seen my friend in Verna, because I know it's been, uh, it's been hurting my friend. Yes, it's been, it's been really bothering him that um, our friend isn't gone. And my worst fear is that she's gone after the dragon. And now the Reavers are also going after the dragon and I I am now at a loss for who to help. Yeah. Maybe she comes and uh, sits down. Maybe she gives you like an orange juice or something. Who knows if oranges exist. Oh, an apple juice. There, there we go. (laughs) They're right on apple orchard. So some good morning apple juice. And she says, um, I did see your friend, Madam elf, uh, Inferna, she she came here just very briefly. She seems sad. Sadder than usual? <laughs> I suppose so. Well, I just don't know what to do. I want to help slay the dragon, but I'm more concerned if my friend went alone. I mean, I just don't know what I would do if I didn't have backup during battles. 
No, I understand that that must be very hard. This woman kind of comes in. I think you met once near the beginning. This was, uh, she's another uh, halfling. Um, Kelleen is her name. Runs in with uh, holding Carp's hand. This is uh, his mother. Hmm. And she looked uh, very worried. And she kind of, as if you're like not even here, just like runs over to um, Trilinda. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, oh my God. You, uh, with the, um, uh, Car- Carp, t- tell, tell Miss Stonehill what you told me. And Carp's like, uh, he looks kind of terrified and he looks over, he looks over his shoulder maybe to you. As if like, oh, help me. He looks back at, you know, Miss Stonehill, Trilinda. He says, uh, um, well, uh, last, last night, uh, Pip and, and Nilsa, uh, they went on a adventure. Uh, we, we told them not, not to go, but they wanted to vanquish evil. And this woman, Colleen, is just like, just kind of shakes him a little bit. She's like, Carp, uh, t- tell her the whole thing. And he kind of looks over his shoulder at you and, uh, like talking to you instead. And he's like, uh, they, uh, they went, they went to, to fight those two mean people from yesterday that wanted to hurt sunshine. Oh no. Uh, well, which way did they go? What, did you know the direction that they went in or where they went to find them? Oh, we have to go after those kids before they go after the Reavers. No, they they tried to fight them, but they they just grabbed them and they put them on horses and they dro- they they rode away and they said they're going to feed them to the dragon. And then she grabs Shanjan's arm and she's like, "We have to go right now." for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tealeaf, Eduardo as Xanth the Centaur, and David as the Dungeon Master. 
You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was an Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to This American Dice at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help us out. Austin will read every five-star review as your favorite 80s movie ski lodge bully. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Then they bid a fond and tearful goodbye to their newest friend, Xanth, the centaur. What will this pity party? (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try that again. You do have roughly a million things on you. (laughs) Okay. I'm assuming I'm wearing cargo pants. Um... (laughs) Leather uh, cargo pants. That's pretty amazing. I kind of miss those old horsey horses too. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of raise an eyebrow like, hmm. <laughs> horsey boysies. There you go. That one's better.